It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos, and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1 800 858 858. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all new Kia Sportage, Drive Car of the Year. You're welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats, and each and every night we try and get uh, yeah someone from one of the clubs on to uh, to interview and talk about their season so far, also their career. And this is a really good feel story, isn't it, Badge? Because I love the stories behind the the late debutants and the player that we've got on is uh, mainly back row, front row, Andrew Davey, who didn't make his debut till he's 28 years of age, and he's going great guns uh, late in his career and and uh, giving good service to the Manly Seagulls uh, in 2022, and he's on the line. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day, Andrew. Yeah, lads, great to be here. It is a great story, uh, your story, and we'll get on to, to the Manly Seagulls and having their first wing win on the weekend. And um, you know, it's it's common knowledge you made your debut at twenty eight. I remember commentating you in the Host Plus Cup, the Queensland Cup, when you're at the Mackay Cutters, and you toiled away for a number of years. And did you did you always know you were eventually going to get there at some stage? Um, not really, mate. I um. Obviously, uh, you know, every kid that plays rugby league's got a, got a dream of playing first grade, and um, I was no different. But um, I think, you know, I'd just I'd set a new goal every time I'd reach reach one, and it, and it sort of just eventuated into sort of um, semi-professional football, and then realising that I sort of had a crack at uh, making my dream come true. So um, it's not that I ever thought it was going to happen, but um, I, I, I definitely worked away at it for a number of years. Do you see a lot of players that are 20, 21, 22 and, um, that, are, that are impatient at the moment of why they're possibly not getting picked in first grade or why they're not getting more of a go? And, and can you see from, from your perspective that you know, p- patience and sort of tenacity is probably one of the greatest traits you've got to have as a rugby league player? Yeah, mate. You see it a lot in, in young fellas. You know, they're, they're hungry and they're keen to... Um, you know, make the most of their time. You know, a lot of a lot of the time you see your twenties come up from um, uh, from flag and, and and want to do well in in a preseason and and a, you know either upset or let down that they don't get a run in trials for first grade. But you know they've just got to understand that it takes time. Um, and I think it's good for me because I've always got a leg to stand on when I talk to those players and let them mm. know. That, you know, it's it's not the end of the world. Um, you know, my story sort of uh, encapsulates that that ideal. You know, mm. not not many players were, were older than twenty eight. There's only a few that have been older than that that made their debut. So, so well done. I guess you'd always, you'd always be a good ear for those young blokes who, you know, the club the club can try to encourage blokes to go and work and have another career just in case. But often that falls on deaf ears. But is it, what what were you doing all that time when you were a semi pro playing in the uh, the Queensland Cup, Andrew? Well, mate, I I, um, I grew up in Emerald um, as a kid, and, and it's, to be frank, I wasn't the greatest football player when I was 
going coming through my teenage years. I didn't I didn't actually grow up till I was about eighteen, and um, by then I'd started my trade as a carpenter. So, uh, you know, I, I worked out in the Central Highlands area for um, for years. There, I played six years of of A grade footy out there in that competition before I moved to Mackay, and and it sort of started to get serious. So, you know, I had um, eight years of working for myself as a carpenter before I before I started playing. Uh, first grade so um i think too like you probably the best footy that i that i played you know um probably during those years is when when i had when i was busy at work when i was doing something to, to take my mind off football i think oh. you need that uh distraction away from the game to to sort of realize that it's not the end of the world if if something goes wrong at training you've got that good you know that variety of life really um, yeah. So, you know, me as an older player and being around the group um, and, and having that experience of, of life outside of rugby league is, you know, I try and pass it on to um, to younger fellas. And and I did that at, at Parramatta along with um, David Gower. You know, he's the same cut of cloth as, as myself. He, he was a tradesman um, before he started playing footy as well. And um, I actually really enjoy giving kids and, you know, a look at, other career pathways outside of football because you know as you guys know yourselves it's it's only a short part of your life playing first grade yeah, yeah exactly did so you, you you found yourself at manly via Mackay and then in Parramatta through Wentworthville and Parramatta um and now at, yeah, at the Manly Seagulls lots going on there did you put the tool tool kit on for help with the Bob Fulton stand at all mate Were you, <laughs> you put a few hours, extra hours was that part of the contract Would, We'll give you a bit of a, a bit of work there as well, uh, mate. No, I, I didn't actually. There's, um, I just made sure the first part of part of the uh, turf that they dug up was that forty meter line where I, where I left my ACL last year. Yeah. So I oh, made yeah. sure that was dug up straight away. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Actually, talk about that. Um, to have a knee reconstruction at thirty, I know exactly how you feel, mate, because I did the same myself um, late in my career and. I, uh, you know, I only got one more year after that, and and I just felt that I couldn't keep, you know, couldn't keep competing at the the speed I needed to. But you look like you're in in really great nick after yours. Um, you, you're really happy with what how you've come back. Uh, yeah, mate. I um, you know, well, as you know, there's there's a lot of work that goes into it into mm. a uh, rehab of an ACL. Um, I think. I think my age sort of um, made people believe that that might have been the end of um, my first grade career or, or would have damaged it severely, but um, they must have forgot who they were talking about and uh, don't remember <laughs> Queenslander. The, don't remember the um, yeah, they don't remember the debut story and how how many years I tore away yeah. at that. So yeah. um, mate, it was just another another hurdle in my way of, of playing first grade and um, you know, I'm not saying it was easy. It was definitely tough, and there was a couple of, or, or more than a couple times where um, you have a few dark days. But um, I'm definitely better for it, and I, I still, I still have a burning desire to, to do so much in the game. You know, um, personally, um, as well as you know, add to the team, and I think I'm doing that here at Manly. I, I really think I'm. Um, Adding something that they need to their to their roster. Yeah, I agree. I think you've got a difference in your game, which um, which a lot of forwards haven't gotten. And now we see players playing till they're thirty four, thirty five. I think um, definitely 
Andrew, I think um, you're one of those players who can do that as well. Now, first one on the weekend, it was just horrendous conditions. I reckon you'd be a bit of a mud runner. I, I think you would have enjoyed it. <laughs> a bit like yourself, Sat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think it brings everyone else back to the field, doesn't it? Yeah, it's right, mate. Everyone's the same speed when it's wet. So, um, yeah, I don't mind it. Long strides, uh, big feet. So, um, but yeah, the, the I'll tell you what, the, the new surface is, is immaculate. Um, mm. Running on it was a lot different to running on it wet last year, I can tell you that much. I, I heard somewhere that they lowered the ground by another foot or something, which something to do with drainage, whatever it may be. But yeah, it looked absolutely beautiful the other day. Now, one of the, the superstars of the game, Tommy Trebojevic, I'm sure you get asked this a lot by your, your friends back home, but what's it like having a front row seat and just watching him athletically, do you find yourself stargazing sometimes at training or in games of, of some of the things he can do? Yeah, I would, it's funny you say that actually because um, coming over to Parramatta, uh, coming over from Parramatta, sorry, um, you know, you'd obviously seen how good Tommy was, and obviously his marred boy injury um, through, I think, was it twenty twenty, mm. um, and. You'd always heard about how good he was, and I actually lived with Sean Lane, who who played for Manly and played with Turbo um, during his time there. And he said, "Mate, you just you don't understand how good he is until you play next to him, and and you sort of just you don't think twice about it. You just sort of brush it like, oh, he's another football player on the field. He's good, but how good can he be?" And um, I remember the first time I got to um, have a run round with him at training, um, as we were all running shape, and I just. You, you can't believe how good he is and how much space opens up around him um, and, and how he makes other people pl- uh, you know, look good because of the uh, attention that he attracts. Um, yeah, without patting him on the back too much, he, he's, he's, quite, he's quite the player to play next to. Mm. I was just going to say, can, can that also work against you guys? And we all watched round one and two and thought, oh, well, Manly's... They're going to come good soon. They're going to get it right. But it just didn't happen. Is there almost an expectation? Um, well, there is from the outside. Is there one within the team at times you think, we think oh, Tommy will just get us out of trouble, which um, which can be a bit dangerous. Um, I think. Yeah, it's it's definitely a um, it's definitely a problem. You know, like uh, even on the weekend, um, you could see that um, teams have started to figure him out, or not figure him out, but have figured out a. a a way to stop him, you know, um, and you know, it, it, obviously, it's it's they do their best, but he's still causing um, causing them damage. But I think that's where Manly have had to really um, work on work on their their middle work um, and making sure that our, our middles and our forwards can um, provide that bit of room for him so that he can move freely. Um, I, I sort of feel like. Last year against the top four teams, that's where we were, we really got let down. There was that we just didn't give him enough room to move, and and um, when those teams had punch us in the face, we we didn't come back the way we should have. You know, we we, we didn't stand up <clears throat> um, like we like uh, premiership contenders should. So um, I think this year we'll we'll definitely learn a lot from it, and it, it's you know it took us four rounds last year to get into it, so. It's only taken us to this so far, so let's let's hope we're on a we're on a roll now that we've got the first one under our belt. Step ahead this year. Um, do you see much difference in the the setup and, and players that go to different clubs? So 
Um, I didn't have that luxury. Sats, um, Sats had nine clubs, so he knows <laughs> what I'm talking about here. Well, what do you find? Is there much of a different setup at the Eels? Is, are, are there some significant uh, points of difference in the way things are done and run at, at the Eels under Brad Arthur and, and the hierarchy there as opposed to, to Manly and Des? Um, yes, definitely. Superficially, definitely. Obviously, um, Manly are working out of the the Academy of Sport there in Narrabeen, which is sort of shared by a, a few different entities. So mm. um, they don't have the luxuries that, that Parramatta do, you know, that comes along with, with the money that, that Parra have. Um, I think moving into this new facility in, in, at Brookvale there will be um, will be a lot better for the club. Um, I feel like we'll be in, you know, we're not, we won't be stepping on anybody else's toes by being there. So... Um, but from a um, team's perspective, it's it's definitely different. Brad's got his um, his method of madness as well as you know, there's his madness. Um, <laughs> he is. So, yeah, yeah, he wrote the book on madness. So um, <laughs> he did. But yeah, um, I think the biggest thing was is Des is quite happy. He tells you your job and and you go and do it. And it, there's there's a bit of grey area around it, but as long as you're getting the nuts and bolts of it right, he's pretty happy. Whereas um, Brad's very meticulous on detail of your job on the field, um, and I and I enjoyed that. I, li- I liked being coached by Brad. He was um, very down the line on what he wanted, and if you gave him what he wanted, he was quite happy with your performance, whether you won or lost. Um, and Des is well, Des is Des, isn't he? Here you turn up for Des, or you just sit down. Mm. I don't think you get too many second chances with. With the big fella. Yeah. No, I get it right. That's a good insight. Good insight. Now, before yeah. we let you go, Andrew, we're gonna uh, you need to answer these three questions, whether it's from Parramatta or Manly, in relation to your yeah. former player playing uh, your teammates at Para. Um who would win a SAS, who'd be the first to get kicked out of Big Brother, and a player who'd go on maths. So who'd win SAS out of both the clubs? Who'd win SAS? Yep. Mate, Ray Stone would win SAS. Yeah, tough. Hands down. Mm. Hands down. Yeah, mate, he's a tough spoke, I know. And, they, and I reckon if you if you baited him up knee? a bit, he'd do it out of spite just to beat you. Yeah. Yeah, with his bung knee, I reckon. He's a little yeah. bit like James Fisher-Harris to me. He's he's a little bit of serial killer to me, Ray Stone. Every club's <laughs> yeah, got to have a serial killer. I think he's Parramatta's. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd get kicked out of Big Brother first from both clubs? Oh, Big Brother. Just for being annoying. Um, just for being annoying. <sighs> there's a couple actually. There's 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 probably a few. I reckon Josh Alloway or um, Lock and Croker. Okay. Actually, if you had both of them in there, that I reckon it'd sell. It definitely sell. <laughs> they'd be at each other. That's, that's right. Yeah. What about what a what about a player that would go on maths? This is the drama queen, is yeah, it? Yeah. This is the drama queen. Maths. Um, there's a few drama queens at, uh, at Parramatta. <laughs> Actually, it'd be good to see Ryan, Ryan Madison go on there, I reckon. I reckon it'd be good to watch He wouldn't wear a shirt. I know that. Through the girls. Nah, nah, nah. It'd be good viewing. I reckon you get a, a high female audience with the, uh, with the ratings. <laughs> hey, did you see the, um, the post that he put up a couple of weeks ago? Just a you know, shout out to the, the people of... Yeah, you know, the, the flood victims, but he actually was a picture of him looking all buffed and ripped up in his Parramatta jersey. Did you oh, see really? that one? 
mate. He was so Bundaberg rum for a bit there, and he was walking around in a tank top. <laughs> it's rum. <laughs> oh, um, man, health, mate. It's rum. Yeah, good That's stuff. That's where no, we know you're a Queensland country boy. You still call them tank tops. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh-huh. while he's Jackie, doing this interview, yeah, he's, while he's doing this interview, he's got his double pluggers on as well. So, oh, you beauty! Yeah, Saturday <laughs> afternoon, four thirty, uh, Seagulls up against the Raiders at uh, Glen Willow Oval in Mudgy. Andrew Davy, it's uh, going to be a good game going as the favourites, but it's never, never an easy one against the Raiders. Hey, thanks for taking time out and joining us on Sports Day. It's a really good story, and, and good luck this week. Hey, no worries, lads. Absolute pleasure. Hey, mate, and can I just quickly say? I'd love to see you in a maroon jersey one day. Keep yeah. playing away. Yeah, mate, that's, that's the goal. We'll tick them off, we'll tick the boxes, and we'll get there one day. He's a good lad, Andrew Davey, and making a real name for himself. Uh, what, 30 years of age now, Badge? It's a, yeah, it's a terrific story. I love reading stories like that. Um, seems like the sort of guy you'd love to have a beer with, Andrew yeah. Davey. Yeah. yeah, champion. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's got a good... Yeah, he, I love the way he plays too. It's pretty straightforward, but he'll, yeah, he gives it a shake. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Back soon. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.